Lady Ballers. Welcome back. We're Soccer Props. And it's game time. Lady Ballers. We back. We're back and we're here. We're back on our 36th. That's all I got. What's up, guys? Guys, we've we've been quarantined for like 36 days or something like that. Isn't that wild? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it feels like 66 days. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, we had such a great talk with our friend Erica Timrak, didn't we? She's so sweet. She is. She's truly like, I feel like she's just an overall awesome person. And I feel like when I think of a holistic athlete, I think of her. Like she considers, you know, talking about her anxiety and like talking about how diet affects her performance Mm -hmm. and like doing what's best for her. And I just love that about her. And I love, I I really enjoyed hearing about like how she came to the decision to retire. Um, Because I think a lot of people have that issue of when do I stop playing soccer? When does this become a job and not a passion? So I think a lot of you lady ballers find that very interesting. Yeah, she made it so, like, she made it seem like how we all should make it seem. It's not the end of the world. It kind of set her up to, to be in the next chapter of her, of her life. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, like, accepted that this was the best thing. It was in her best interest, yep. you know? And um, you're right. Like, it just, it, it's really amazing. And it's something that you lady ballers should definitely take note of if you're feeling like you are ready to leave the sport, you know? Definitely. And, guys, she did it all. She played... At an academy when she was younger, she played collegiately, she played in the NWSL, she played overseas, so she's got an awesome kind of point of view of what all of those stages of her career were like. Definitely. All right, guys, enjoy. Bye. Bye. Yay, we're back. <laughs> we are back, and today on the pod, we have Erica Timrak. Hey, Erica, how are you? Hi, guys, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for coming on. Um, how's your quarantine going? Um, it's okay. Um, I'm watching a lot of Office. Um, I'm, I'm running a lot. Who is it? I'm eating a lot, so pretty normal <laughs> stuff for me. It, so- it sounds It sounds great. like preseason, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think I watched The Office like eight times through, and I continue to watch it. I just can't get enough of that show. I know. I'm going back to Park and Rec. Are you? Uh, I'm going back to Wow, that. I love nice. it. I love it. I know. I know. Give it a whirl, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Erica, I guess, well, we, we first met you, ooh, how, that was like a long time ago, yeah, right? A long event. time ago. Yeah. Yes. I remember I, I like didn't know anybody there, and I saw you guys, and I was like, oh my god, friends. And I didn't really <laughs> know you guys, I just knew of you guys, and I think I, like, awkwardly kind of just hung around you guys the entire event that's what we do at events story of our yeah. lives wait was this the event with zendaya yes. yes that was so cool how she was just sitting there and like just right next to us and she is like the, one of the most famous people in the world i know i yeah, had no idea she was crazy. gonna be there and i and i saw her and i was like i don't know how to behave right now yes well, I was completely oblivious to the fact that she was even relatively important. I just like had that feeling that she was someone important, but I was like, "Oh, Same. like who's this? Who's this beautiful girl staying next to me?" And then I realized after the fact that was I was her. in the presence of greatness. Er- Eric, I, just- I was gonna say, Erica, we thought that about you too because you guys were so stylish. It was about like a very, I think it was about the fashion that that um, season for Adidas. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's um, so great. Yeah, good times. I like the floral stuff. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And we knew we knew of you because um, our friend uh, Maddie Nax went to IMG, yeah. so he told us like about you. Um, I think he named his dog after your dog. Um, it was actually the other way around, and he still. Oh really? Yeah, and he'll like comment on pictures still, and he'll be like, "You stole my dog's name." Like, <laughs> um, Is it Chai? I didn't know you it's had such that. A good name. Chai, yeah, oh it's like gosh. a it's a good name, and I'm also like, I don't think you invented the word Chai, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. his dog did not copyright that name, so it's <laughs> no. He'll take credit for it though. Oh, Maddie. Oh man. <laughs> so wait, yes. you went to so, IMG with him. Yeah, I went to IMG for five years. Wow, how was, how was that? How was that experience? Um, it was an amazing experience, but IMG is so different than like what it was when I went there. Um, and when I went there, it's so funny because there was a few different schools you could go to within IMG. And we called, like, Pendleton, like, the rich kids' school. That's where Maddie went. <laughs> um, and then all the scholarship kids or, um, I would say, less financially savvy kids went to another school called Edison. And it was in, like, a shopping center next to an Albertsons. Um, and it was, we'd make, like, macaroni noodle necklaces for, like, our final exams. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> it, was, it was wild. But I think they shut that down after my class graduated. So... <laughs> That's so funny. So you yeah. you played soccer there as well? Yeah, I played I since eighth grade I went there. Wow, that is it must have been a really cool experience. We were supposed to go down it, there actually um last year and I think something came mm-hmm. up but I've always wanted to see the campus and everything. Yeah, it was it, I mean it's a beautiful campus, but especially in the last like ten five, ten years, they have really like transformed it into this incredible facility. Um I know, like, a lot of athletes who, like, were there during my time go back now, and they say they don't even recognize it, so. I feel like that always happens. Like, even our college, like, yeah. completely different. Exactly. Um, what made you go there? Like, was it just because of the, the soccer, or was it education, or? Um, no, so my parents actually, like, we moved from Detroit to um, Florida, like, Bradenton. So, like, we live, like, 20 minutes from IMG, and, like, my parents had heard such amazing things about it. Um, and obviously, it was very expensive so I was fortunate enough to um, get a scholarship but I think I just wanted to like I couldn't find a a club near me that I enjoyed or was competitive enough and I kind of figured IMG was going to be like a great way to like take what take soccer and kind of take me somewhere Um, and I knew that like if I wanted to take soccer seriously and go somewhere with it then I kind of had to go all in so IMG worked out perfect. So did you play club at the same time, or was it, did you just play at IMG? So it was, it's kind of weird, but like IMG was club. Um, it was we didn't really play in a high school league, so like it was that was okay. like my club team. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. And then you went to University of Florida. Yes, go Gators. Cru- you crushed it there. We were um, googling you yesterday. <laughs> um, well, thank you. Two-time yeah. All-American, three-time champion, like all MVP, Offensive Player of the Year. Like that's incredible. Yeah, I I loved going to Florida. I think um, a lot of people choose you know college when they play a sport based off of, like only the sport. But I remember that I was like, if I got injured or decided I didn't want to play anymore, like I would still love going to college here. Um, and it was like, Gainesville is such a college town. And I remember the first time I visited, um, I like hopped on the back of someone's scooter and we kind of rode around campus and I was like, this is the school for me. That's such an important 
like piece of the puzzle that I think a lot of girls don't look into is you can't just go somewhere just because of soccer because like you said you don't know what could take that opportunity away you could get injured you could yep. you could fall yeah, out of exactly. love with the game and and if you if that was the only thing you loved about a place then it leaves you with not a lot <laughs> yeah I know um people always ask me like well how do I like find a college that like I want to play for and I'm like you have to write down like things that are important to you like on and off the field so I think that's like a big thing when looking for a college because I remember I visited a bunch of colleges like FSU um, I really like but I like their soccer program and I like the coaches but I just didn't see myself going to school there Um, and I'm really happy that I made that decision based off of like life and outside or life outside of soccer so that's so important. Uh, did you have, like, a smooth, I guess, transition going and playing college? Did you have a, a difficult freshman year? Did you have any struggles when you had first gotten there that you had to overcome? Um, I think the biggest struggle for me was, like, fitness because I had never really, like, I don't know. I never took fitness seriously. Like, I always just played soccer. Um, and obviously in college, like, y- you run crazy amounts. And <laughs> I understand now that it's, like, partially for fitness and majority of it's for like the mental effects of it um and I think that was the biggest adjustment was like rocking up to the track every morning at 6 a.m and like doing these gnarly track workouts and just being like I did not sign up for this Um, (laughs) like this is not what I imagined but like you kind of just like you commit to it because it's like I'm gonna have to run either way so I might as well like have somewhat of a good attitude about it um yep. and so I think like the fitness thing I it took me a while to adjust but it's every soccer player like realizes it's part of the game oh my god I feel like you discover a new level of sore that you didn't even really know <laughs> was possible you know I remember freshman year being like I didn't know that my body could literally hurt this <laughs> hurt oh this god, badly I, know. <laughs> I don't think my body's hurt that much since yeah then. me either <laughs> it was like I the know. peak it was a totally different feeling um what like did you know right away that you wanted to play pro after or did you we know you studied criminal justice but were you interested in doing something with that um so I studied criminal justice because I was like actually like fascinated with it and I still am like I I love um like criminal behavior and like the psychology behind serial killers and I know that's like super dark and twisted but I'm just like fascinated with it but I think I realized that I don't want to like pursue a career in it I'm just like interested in it so I kind of dropped the ball on that where like obviously I'd go back and change my major but in the in the time like it intrigued me and like I learned a lot about it um but I don't I don't think I'll pursue a career in it but um I kind of I would say, like, my junior, senior year, I was like, wait a second, I don't want to stop playing soccer, you know, in a year, and that's kind of when I started, like, exploring, well, maybe I'll go overseas, and um, I was talking to a team in Sweden for a while, and I was pretty close with um, signing a contract with them, but the NWSL kind of came up, and it honestly worked out perfect, because I, I graduated in December, and then the draft was in January. Yeah, and that's when you played for Kansas, right? Yeah. Is that your first? Yeah. So what what do you think the biggest differences were between college soccer and get playing in the NWSL? Um, I definitely speed a play. I remember like my first practice with Kansas City, I was with I mean, some of the best players like Becky, Lauren Cheney, um, Jennifer Buzkowski, Leon Robinson. I was with all these like crazy players and I remember being like I'm so out of my league right now um but 
obviously like it's you just have that adjustment period and you try not to like psych yourself out and just be like okay like I just need a couple weeks to kind of to adapt to this speed of play and then hopefully it's smooth sailing I know I feel like even when we we've watched a couple of practices and it's just like even the speed of play when you guys train is mm-hmm. so different than the college level yeah like, it's so intimidating so I can't even imagine being <laughs> on the field like you must be like it must be very intimidating but like you just have to have confidence in yourself yeah I think that's and, the biggest thing yeah. is just like knowing like okay like I I'm gonna take a little time to adjust but like I'll get there was there like a moment when you're like okay I got this like was it during a game or during a training when you like you finally felt like comfortable doing it yeah I think there's this moment in practice where we played um it with Kansas City we played a ton of small sided which is like my favorite thing to do and I remember um I was put on Cheney's team and we were just like combining a ton and I was like oh like obviously Cheney's a player where she makes everybody look good around her um Mm -hmm. but I think like playing with her gave me like a huge confidence boost because she's so easy to play with and I was like damn if I can like be on the same field as her like I think I think I'll be okay that's awesome yeah that's so cool she's incredible I know I miss watching her play I know she's unbelievable player and human yeah her I their video just came out I think it was on ESPN or something and uh it was like a short you know just about everything that happened yeah I know years with her I was sobbing. I know. It. I watched it like three times and I cried more and more like each time. I was like. Her daughter's so adorable. <laughs> I know. Can't take it. <laughs> um, so, okay. So then you played overseas as well, right? You played in uh, Germany and Australia? Yeah. I played um, for Bayern Munich, which was like such an incredible experience. Um, and I was actually over there when Pep Guardiola was uh, coach of the men's team. Um so we would actually like sit in the cafeteria and it was like this huge um like open glass cafeteria and we'd watch the men's team train and like watching Pep's practices was like something that I just didn't know like was going to happen and then it became like every day I'd watch Pep's practice and then they would finish practice and come in and like eat next to us and it was like wow that was like yeah it was That's crazy unbelievable um and then we also got to like go to Champions League games and I don't know. I think playing in another country is just an experience that is like priceless. You learn so much about yourself and other cultures. So, yeah. How did your game grow? Like playing, obviously the styles of play were probably very different going there and were there coaching and like language barriers that you had to uh, kind of get past? Yeah, definitely. Um, There was, I mean, I kind of told myself like, Oh, like everyone will speak English. And I think that's like (laughs) an extremely American ignorant thought. (laughs) Um, because I realized that most people like could speak English. They just like didn't want to because that's, they want to speak their native language. So practices, meetings, film was 95% in German, um, which was honestly, like, I felt like I was in a movie. Like I would look around and like, just like find someone to like laugh at, laugh with. And like, no one would like look at me. And I was like, (laughs) I felt like Jim in the office. Like I would just be looking for a camera. Like, is this a sick joke? that's overwhelming like it was so and then I'd hear my name come up so I hear like a ton of German and then like Etika and then I'd like look up and I'd be like oh my god they're totally talking crap about me right now and I have no idea and I'm gonna sit here and smile and just nod at everything (laughs) I know so that was that was really tough but um it really like puts you in such an uncomfortable environment and you kind of like 
like you just have to it's like fight or flight you just have to like be like all right this is what it is like I just have to kind of make the most of this and that was like before I guess like all these apps that can translate you know so yeah well. so, yeah and I so went over there with like no phone I'm I was so oh unprepared like I just had an iPhone that worked in wi-fi which was like I couldn't find Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi never. anywhere. So, like, it was just, I was so unprepared. It was very American of me to just go over there. Like, Did you know anyone? Hey. Yes, I knew, um, I knew Nikki Cross, and I knew Sarah Applehagen and Amber Brooks. And uh, Bianca Henninger actually came over with me. So I, they saved me. Like, having a couple Americans over there with me, like, literally saved me. And, oh, um, my God. Oh, my God. Because that's... That's horrifying. I'm nervous. It I'm like is. have anxiety thinking about the situation. Yeah, I have a little PTSD like going back through this. <laughs> but wait, but, but wait, did you learn the language through playing? Like, you know, there's like the, some words on the field that you probably hear most of the time. And like, did you yeah. pick up the language that way? Yeah, so I learned the most German that I learned was like extremely soccer specific, like <laughs> drop, push, uh, faster, slower, like things like that. Like I picked up, but um it's it was really it was kind of a tough language to like jump into um and I tried my best to learn as much as I could um but I was obviously only there for like five months so um I didn't learn a ton but I learned like what I needed to get by on the field pretty much wow what an experience when you say like you grew like it's a great way to grow as a person like how did you feel that you grew um that experience yeah I think I just like just learn a ton about myself and like you just I feel like you grow a lot as a human when you're just put in like really uncomfortable situations I just remember like going to the grocery store by myself and being so overwhelmed that I wanted to cry because nothing was in English um I just like none of the foods I couldn't read any of the labels and I just remember being like okay this is like this is your life right now so you have to suck it up so like little things like that and like driving over there it was like an anxiety attack every time I got in the car um yeah I don't know but you just had to get you had to make it like a positive situation as much as you can yeah exactly I feel like a lot of girls who want to play in the you know professionally after college are like afraid to put themselves out there but you just got to give it a try. Like, even if it doesn't work out, at least you gave, you know, you gave it a shot. Yes, 100%. And, like, even though I'm making this sound like a extremely, like, scary experience, it was by far one of the best experiences I had because, like, I met so many people and, um, like, living in another culture is just, it's, you can't compare it to anything else. And um, it was just, it was such a cool experience. And, like, I never, ever would have had that if it wasn't for soccer, so... Yeah, I absolutely love that. Um, and then, where did you go from there? You you went over to Australia, or um, yeah, yes. Well, I can't. I played back in with Kansas City for two years, and then I got the chance to go to Australia, which I had kind of like grown up a little more, and I you know was able to like work certain things into my contract. Like my husband was able to come over with me um, on a visa. And so he was able to come over with me and he does a lot of basketball work. So he was able to kind of work with this nonprofit basketball um, group over there in Melbourne. And so it was kind of like perfect that I was able to go over there and not had to like, you know, sacrifice like my relationship at the time. And he was able to come over with me. So that was one of my favorite 
um, experiences. Yeah, that is incredible because I know it must be so hard. Like as a professional athlete, you're always traveling and going all over the world. Um, so the fact that you were able to go with him is 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 amazing. And Australia in itself is a place that we've been dying to go to. Oh, like, so bad. Oh my god, <laughs> you guys have to go. Guys, it's, it's incredible. Can we talk about the bugs for a moment before we make this decision? <laughs> <laughs> I need to the know, spiders. Erica. What what was the scariest thing you encountered while you were there? And you need to give all the details because I need to know. Um, Sharks? I'm, bugs. I'm not going to lie. The spiders were, like, terrifying over there. I literally um, don't think I could handle it. Alana. There was one There was one <laughs> evening um, we were watching TV, and we lived in a really nice apartment. So, like, it doesn't matter where you live. Like, you're going to encounter scary critters. And... <laughs> My husband and I look over and there's this giant huntsman spider on my oh, husband's yeah. arm. And I couldn't uh, on his arm. On his arm. I and need he to thought know it how was big. like <laughs> it was probably if you put your hand out. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like a Two little hands. it was a little smaller than like your hand. I oh listen to me. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm out. <laughs> I know, I'm sweating like thinking about it. Oh my god. It was gosh. on his arm. It was on his arm, and he thought, because, like, my hair will always, like, get on his arm, and he, like, is so used to that, and he thought it was, like, my hair on his arm, and he, I looked over, and he saw my face, and he looked, and he shot off the couch like a rocket. It was... And then the best part is, is that my Australian teammate was there, and she went over, and she, like, picked it up and put it in, like, oh a little bowl, God. and just put it outside, and, like, my husband and I were, like, shaking in the corner, just, like, <laughs> completely terrified. Honestly, that is terrifying, but did you see the, recently on, on Instagram, there was a video of a spider dropping down on this girl's lap in the, in the living room. Did oh you guys, my God, did, did you guys no, I did not see that. It was so no. funny because it was exactly what you just described. This girl shot out of the couch and like, <laughs> like, a, like a rocket and it was screaming her head off. But I have to send it to you guys. You have to see it. Oh, great. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, Wait, so how did you guys meet? Like, did he go to IMG too? No, he, um, so he played basketball at UNC Chapel Hill and oh, wow. um, one of my teammates, Merritt Mathias, went to, and played soccer at UNC. And one year in Kansas City, she was like, E, like, I have this guy friend who you you guys would, like, hit it off perfectly with. And I was like, okay. And she's like, he lives in L.A. And I was like, okay, that's probably not going to work out. But I love your enthusiasm. And she's like, well, he's coming to visit um, next weekend. And to be honest, he came and visited, and we just we hit it off, and oh the rest is history. Yeah, I know it was it worked out really nicely. But it's crazy because he was he played basketball overseas for five years, and we were actually living in Munich at the same time and didn't know each other. Wow! So I was like, weird. it is. So I always think like timings, like everything, like we could have easily yeah. like known each other or whatever, but it just wasn't the right time. That's so true. Wow. <laughs> I feel like you guys do you think like I, I feel like even with my friends I have so much more in common when people are athletes yes like I feel like if I was dating someone it makes it a lot better when they can understand especially for you being like a mm-hmm. professional for them to get what you're going yeah through. I I think it makes it a lot easier and I mean there's times I, I would come home from practice and I would just be so exhausted and I just would be like I just need to like lay on the couch and not speak to you for the rest of the night and he would be like <laughs> yeah. I like I totally get that and I think that's where it's like the best because like you you know what it feels like to just be like exhausted and mentally drained and 
Um, that's why yeah. I think athletes like date each other. It's because it's like that mutual understanding. Yeah, I'm not mad at you. I just don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah, it's not you. It's me. Exactly. <laughs> so how does it feel like being retired? Was that difficult? Like, what was the decision process for you doing that? Yeah, um, to be honest with you, I it was just kind of a feeling. I was just like, I think that I'm done playing professionally. And like, I was getting to a point where it was becoming a, a complete job for me. Um, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to like retire and hate soccer. And I was, and I felt myself kind of getting to that point. Like you have to think like, okay, yes, I played only seven years professionally, but I played four years ahead of that collegiately. And then I've been playing soccer since I was four years old. So like it has been literally been my life. And, um, obviously my number one priority for so many years that it was just becoming, I don't know, I was starting to fall out out of love with the game. Um, And I know people are like, oh my God, like how could you like not want to keep playing pro? But it's just, it was kind of just like a feeling. And um, I actually felt that like once I retired, I kind of had like a weight lifted off my shoulders. And then I took some time apart from the game. And then now I'm in a really good place where like I, I love soccer. Like I love watching it now. Like I love, um, you know, working with players and stuff. So it was kind of just the right time for me, and it was just kind of like a gut feeling. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's when you know you made the right decision is, is the fact that you felt a little bit of a sense of relief and weight lifted off of you mm-hmm. instead of, you know, regret mm-hmm. and, and sadness, which exactly. I'm sure there was some sadness. But I feel like, and I mean, even just, I we only played at the collegiate level, but the amount of commitment that that took and just the stress it does on your body, on your mind, on, on yeah. everything and the amount of time consuming. And then to take it to the pro level, it's, it only amps all that up so much more. So it's, it's like a, it's a very intensive job. I don't think the average person realizes just how much goes into that sort of commitment and how tiring that can get when you've been doing it, like you said, your entire life. Yeah, exactly. And I think the, I think as athletes, we're kind of wired to push through like any type of pain. So like the physical part of it, yes, it got exhausting, but I think the mental side of it was what I really didn't expect to be so like daunting for me. Um, it can be extremely lonely at times. You, I kind of developed a ton of anxiety and stress from it, from playing. Um, obviously, when you're playing at the highest level, there's just like a ton of pressure all the time. Um, so I think the mental side of it is what was really starting to affect me. Yeah, and you're certainly not alone. I feel like that was me in college. I I started to let my mind and my anxiety get the best of me, and it kind of like paralyzes you, right? It makes you yeah, oh my god, it, exactly. it makes you feel like you can't you can't move forward, and you can't like it's yeah. really nuts. So I just love that you're staying in the game though. Like you're still coaching um, players, as you said, right? And it's kind of cool that, it, that your whole experience has actually brought you to such a wonderful chapter where you're healthier and you can still work in the game. Yes, exactly. And like, it came full circle almost because I was obviously able to go around the world with soccer and play at the highest level. And I retired at a point where obviously I could have played for, you know, probably five more years, but mentally I knew I was ready and it kind of ended me at a point where I could continue to, you know, be in the soccer world and not be upset about it because I still I still have so much love for the game. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's it was like the perfect point for me. I feel like that's a like great advice for 
all of our followers and you know our fans because so many of them come to us saying like I don't know if I should quit or not I don't know if you know but having that gut mm-hmm. feeling and right a sense of a sense of relief if you do stop playing I think that's like such a big sign yeah and that doesn't mean just like you you don't have to doesn't mean you don't love the game you can still be around it in other ways exactly different yep exactly yeah that's great um do you still play like I know you train people but do you play like just for fun or um so I actually like probably I told myself I was going to take like six months off of soccer because Mm -hmm. I actually did have a lot of like um I wouldn't say they're serious injuries but like you kind of develop just like these like both of my labrums were torn um for the past few years and I just I'd call that serious (laughs) (laughs) um so like little things like that and like my ankles obviously are they're both they're terrible like I'm walking on the street and they just like roll over completely and my husband's like are you okay and I'm like yeah yeah yeah, I'm fine (laughs) don't worry about it um so like I I did I do have like some injuries and stuff that I never fully took care of so I gave myself like six months to just like really heal like mentally and physically. Um, and so now that like I kind of had that period of, you know, healing, I think I would love to join like a a kickball league or a pickup league, something like super nice. chill. Yeah, I just. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if there's any good L.A. pickup groups, I'm definitely down now. <laughs> Wait, so how how what kind of player would you be in the casual for fun setting? Would you take it? <laughs> super seriously like I have a hard time like kickball kickball is like to to the death like you fight like there's no way to make that fully fun and not competitive (laughs) yeah I I want to say like oh yeah I just want to have fun but like if someone gives me a ball to the wrong foot I'm gonna go off (laughs) I'm the same way like when we go on vacations like my boyfriend with like his family he'll he's like embarrassed like (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm like cheating or like playing volleyball, and I'm like screaming at him and his little sister. He's like, "You need to chill. It's so hard not to be competitive." It's so I know. Funny. It's so funny, but that's what it's so cool that you can still play like intramurals because, like, as athletes, our competitive side will never leave us. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we, never. We need to exercise that part of our brain. Like, you have to, you have to. Yeah, be yeah so you have to get it out on a field or something. Otherwise, yeah. it's scary where else it could come out yeah. at. Wait, so can you tell me about, um, your Instagram is so great. Like, I feel like it's very inspirational for lady ballers who don't follow Erica. You guys should, because she posts, like, healthy recipes and workouts and stuff. Yes, and workouts. Yeah. Yeah, um, Can you, like, how has health played a role, or, like, you know, your your diet played a role in your retired life right now? Yeah, um, I think one of the things that I, like, look back on as an athlete was that, like, I never really took care of my body the best way I could have. Um, Like, in college especially, like, I was so, I've always been, um, you know, pretty thin and I could always kind of eat whatever I wanted and not really gain weight from it so I kind of took that as like oh I can eat whatever I want doesn't matter when like it that's not how it is at all like Mm -hmm. what you put into your body like really does have an effect on like your energy levels and um, your immune system and your overall health and it didn't really hit me until um, I was over in Australia and I was playing with uh, Beverly Yanas and Lauren Barnes and they were both vegan and they kind of I don't know like talk to me about it and I was so fascinated with it and then I kind of started just being more conscious about my diet and um it's kind of led me down a path where like 
I can't go back to how I ate because I feel so good how I eat now. And, like, the amount of energy I have and the inflammation in my body just, you know, goes away every day from, like, what I put into it. And um, it's kind of just led me to, like, something that I'm very passionate about. Um, So I try and use, like, my Instagram and my social media just to be, like, a platform for people to that we're kind of in my situation like I don't know a ton about this but like I'm willing to learn Mm -hmm. and so I kind of I like to like post recipes and um things like that just so people can feel like they're not alone if they're you know interested or wanting to kind of change their lifestyle I love that and I feel like like all of us now that are like our age I'm always like oh I wish I could go back to when I was in college and like realize that pounding like waffles before a game probably (laughs) wasn't the best decision for the most success but like if for now these girls is there's so much more access to like yeah fine just information and finding Mm -hmm. out what's better and I I feel like that would change the game so much like if I didn't eat like a dumpster during college maybe I would (laughs) have performed better you know right exactly so it's so cool that they have that information now at their fingertips to just even if they are just trying to add healthier choices in here and there that could make a huge difference yeah and I love that you like experimented with what works for you and like you know how good it feels and it's like this is the lifestyle that you choose to live now and like you it just makes you overall happier so I just love that and we we're, we're really making it a goal of ours to help teach lady ballers and bring awareness to their diet because again that's also something we wish that we focus on as well back in school um so just love that you're doing that it's really important yeah thanks i i i'm in the same boat as you guys like i remember in college i would smash like a pizza hut breadstick (laughs) meal before a game and like and didn't even think twice about it and like now the thought of doing that like terrifies me right if I tried if I dare attempted to even do anything like that before lightly jogging on the treadmill I would have a heart attack (laughs) I'm honestly looking back I definitely had IBS problems before (laughs) (laughs) definitely not good Do you guys remember we were coaching like a camp and we were down in Florida and this girl, her dad dropped off an entire 12 ounce steak for her. And I was like, how? How did she even do this? She did it, but. Oh my God. She did it. And that's the thing that like people don't get is like in the moment your body can get away with it because of how young you are, but like it will catch up with you eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's so true. And also you have to think about even though people who can do that, like. Think about how much better they would be if they didn't. Yeah, know, like exactly. If they just did fuel themselves the right way. But, yeah. So, we know you are working with uh, players doing ind- individualized programs now. Are you, is it just um, California or just L.A.? Or are you um, no, like, doing I, online? Yeah, I do most of them. Well, especially now during um, this quarantine. I do everything online now. So, I have, um, I have players from pretty much all over the country. I have, yeah. Um, and we do everything from like virtual skill sessions in their living room to um, film analysis. They'll send me a game and I'll kind of make a clip tape for them and we'll kind of go over them together about things, you know, that obviously I see that could help their game. Um, and whether it's, you know, core exercises or little things like that, that just when I look back and I had no access to, obviously we lived in a different time with, you know, no internet pretty much. And, um, but now we have access to all this information. And obviously I have 
20 years of kind of experience so I was like I think it'd be cool to kind of create a program for players and obviously like I'll tailor it to exactly what they want and what to focus on but it's been going really well so far so I've enjoyed it that's awesome we should definitely share where where lady ballers can find you for that extra help and it's amazing that you can do this all online like just from the comfort from your living room um especially nowadays so that's that's wonderful yeah, it worked out. Yeah, it worked out really well. And I think that um, sometimes like it almost works out better doing stuff virtually because I know I had a bunch of girls in Florida that I worked with and every time I would go home, I'd work out with them in person. But kind of the the virtual, I guess, way of doing it makes it so much easier because you can, you know, stay connected with people and still get, you know, the training and advice in. Yeah, that's awesome. Um so do we want to do some rapid fire? Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. Um, and it, it doesn't have to necessarily be rapid fire, but we'll just we'll just go through some of the questions. <laughs> we always say rapid yeah. fire questions, and then we get on long tangents it's about like things. slow <laughs> fire questions. Slow, Medium fire. Slow burning fire. <laughs> okay. Um, favorite team? Barcelona. Why? Um, I just love the width. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be a follow-up Swell question. <laughs> Were they always uh, your favorite team? Yeah, they've. I've always been, like, obsessed with the way they play and their players and how they move the ball and, yeah. Nice. Um, funniest moment on the field? Uh, practice or a game? Oh, gosh. Um, I, this, I mean, this might, like, draw the line of like inappropriate not inappropriate but I and do it <laughs> okay um in the pros I was laughing so hard in practice one time I like completely peed my pants um, <laughs> and I remember I was like I damn it, I just peed my pants and so I what I did was I was be- pretending to drink water and I just ended up dumping it on <laughs> I peed my pants and my teammate was like, Were you, did you just pee your pants? I was like, yeah, I was laughing so hard. Plus, I had to go to the bathroom while practice. Oh I, I, if, that, if that hasn't happened to you, then you, are, you did not do soccer right. I yeah. feel like yeah, everyone has peed you. a little bit at some point. <laughs> Whether it was, during yeah, I was going to say out of yes. fear, out of laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so funny. That's All right. Most intimidating player that you've played against? Um... Kelly O'Hara. <laughs> I would be scared shitless to Terrible. play against her. I was so scared. And then we actually became friends. And I'm like, you're still terrifying, even though you're <laughs> my really good friend. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm I'm just, I have, I'm scared from over here. And I'm never going to have to play against her. <laughs> I'm always scared when we interview her, too. She, just has she a, gets yeah. like, we call it. She's um, very nice. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, we call it that she gets shark eyes on the field. Where, like, <laughs> she sees something and she just narrows in on you. And you just yeah. pass the ball away because you don't. I can totally yeah. see that. Um, most memorable game? Um, I think it was. Um, the second championship we won the finals um it was back to back we had won um it was in portland so like the obviously atmosphere was insane um and it was i think it was so special because our team then was just it was honestly like obviously have you ever been part of a team where like everyone on the team is just always on the same page and like Mm -hmm. the energy is so good it was one of those teams it's like a once in a lifetime team so i think that was definitely my favorite memory i think we were at that were we at that game yeah i think so 
Yes, did I, you play? You played Seattle or? Yes, we played Seattle. And I actually remember yeah. we were taking pictures in the locker room, um, like popping champagne, and I was wearing a soccer girl problem sports bra. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my yes. gosh, it's all coming back to us. I remember that. Yeah. I actually have the picture. I, I, I need to send it yes. to you guys. You're such a legend. Yes. <laughs> Definitely send it to us. That's awesome. So Wait. cool. Wait, did you wear it during the game? Yeah, I wore it during the game and like definitely a oh conflict of interest with Adidas probably, but <laughs> Guys, and- it was so comfortable that I was like, I have to wear this. And then we, That's amazing. And then we saw her at that bar. Do you guys remember now? We we went, I don't we know. saw you at a restaurant. <laughs> we saw you at a restaurant or something after. Oh, yes, I do remember this. Because that's what. I think we crashed your yes. after party, right? We- I don't think yeah. you guys crashed it. I think you guys were invited. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We're never invited. We always just show up. <laughs> you end up, like, knowing one person there, so. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the next one? Oh, le- oh. you got it. Oh, uh, least favorite drill in practice. Um, least favorite drill. I actually hate uh, warming up. Warming up is tedious. Yeah, like it's just I sometimes I just don't like want to jump on the field and start playing five v two and like get into it. So I I hate warming up. But have you ever been on a team where they the warm up is like literally forty five minutes long? <laughs> yes, yeah, and then that is like, torture. Oh, practice is over. I'm like, okay, well we just warmed up. That for was an hour. our team before games. I'm like, this is the game yeah. before the game. <laughs> yeah, tripping, sweat, exhausted. My first few years in Kansas City, Vladko would have you just warm up on your own, and then 10 a.m. practice started, and we just would start ball work, and it was perfect because, like, That's obviously awesome. a player like me would just walk on the field without warming up, but <laughs> you you kind of just could like do it on your own. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, worst injury that you've ever had? Um, I think I, when I tore most of the ligaments in my ankle. Your poor um, ankle. I know it's a noodle ankle right now, but <laughs> the the good thing about it is that because I don't have ligaments in it, when I roll it, it kind of just like bends and like snaps up, and I don't feel any pain. <laughs> so I know it's very like exorcist. So so what is it hanging on by? I need to know. Um, I like, think there's some ten like tendons and oh bones gosh. in there. Um, but I think I tore. All my ligaments except one is still in there. So, so I still got one little guy. Oh, nice. Thank <laughs> yeah. No pressure to that little guy or anything. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay. Favorite food? Oh, um, this is so unfair. <laughs> I would say, like, I think tacos just in general. Like, I love, I love Mexican food. Mm. So, like, tacos, guac chips also can't go wrong Margarita. wait can i can i just tell, can i just say that i literally cannot stop eating mexican food like everything <laughs> everything that like i crave it, it, ha- it has the main ingredients of meat cheese and like avocado yeah <laughs> right it's, i've had so it's many great. avocados in quarantine i've watched them all go through their thick life <laughs> <laughs> you like so watch sad. them grow up and ripen. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now that I eat so them, sweet. they're so good. I found an avocado that I like forgot about, and I felt so bad because I felt like I failed it. And it's Aww. it's life cycle, and it was it was yeah. too late. And then you feel bad for your wallet because you paid four dollars yeah. for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, uh, so I think we're going to wrap that up. That was so amazing, Erica. It's been such a long time since we spoke with you, but I just love hearing your experience playing, like going from college, from high school all the way up until being retired. You have like a wonderful journey, you know? Yeah, I, I appreciate um, you guys having me on. It was really nice, um, one, talking to other people besides my husband. Um, <laughs> and it was it was fun catching up with you guys. Definitely. I think a lot of, awesome. a lot of girls are going to have some great takeaways from this as well, too, and like how right. to be more balanced and just kind of take opportunities as they come, even if there are giant spiders the size of your arm. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for kind of telling us your story and, and giving us a little piece of advice along the way. Yeah, of course. Yes. No worries. Thank you, Erica. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.